Josh. Hello, hello, hey guys, welcome back to another incredible, uh, toler tolerable episode of, uh, My Violet Tendencies with me, Marvelous Matt Nix, and, uh, I guess I should just start off by apologizing to everybody because, um, yeah, I haven't posted an episode in quite a, quite a few weeks now. I think it's probably, uh, three, three weeks, three or four weeks, but, um. Yeah, I'd like to say that it was because, oh man, I was so busy, or, you know, I, I had this going on and that going on, which I mean, I, I did have stuff going on, and, you know, running a wrestling company, and, you know, having sellout crowds at the Logan Square Auditorium kind of take up a lot of my time, but, um, but no, I mean, it's literally out of laziness. I have, <laughs> I've had them recorded, uh, and I, you know, I definitely apologize to uh, those guests for uh, sitting on this for you know, a couple weeks now, but you know, it's, it's not like it, they were never going to come out. Um, but yeah, like this week, this week's episode, uh, I'm sitting down with my good friend, Scrump, uh, as most of you guys know him, uh, Alberto, as I know him as, um, one of my coworkers at Pro Wrestling Tees. He's kind of like the, the gopher man there. Um, he likes to call himself the right hand of the right hand. Uh, that's a Game of Thrones reference. If, uh, you didn't know. Um, but he's also a co-host of the PWT cast with uh, Dave Stankin, uh, Stank Dog, for those of you guys who are fans of the show, friends of the show. Uh, but yeah, we kind of said, we, we, we were talking about wanting to just record about, you know, whatever. And, you know, this episode is actually pretty, uh, pretty awesome because it's like, we, we goof off a lot of, of in it, but like, we get pretty deep. Um, towards the end and and this is probably one of my favorite episodes that I've recorded and you know I'm I'm sorry that it's coming out so late but hey better late than never so enjoy this one guys yeah but that's uh that's another story for another time and another podcast which is not mine or yours wait have you seriously been recording that I just I just did it right now oh okay <laughs> it basically good. started with you being like and his dick doesn't work Oh, okay. Yeah. Not my dick. Not my dick. No. I mean, it doesn't work because it's small and Probably not cat. pleasurable. Gastros. Yeah. <laughs> Gastros, you know. He knows. Hey, Corinne, how are you doing? He, yeah. She'll probably listen to this. I know Castro doesn't listen to this. Yeah, it's the same thing with uh, PWT cast. Never listens to it. I asked him, I asked him to read Fan of the Week once, and he's like, how does this work? And I was like, fantastic. That's the Fan of the Week. Shout out Kevin Aldridge. Oh, dude. How awesome is he? Let's uh, we'll start with that. Let's, yeah, let's we're just, with... just putting over people for an hour. Uh, yeah. So you 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 met him. Or you, so you I, never, I don't. Have you, you met I, him so in person? I, I've never personally met him. I knew of him because he composes themes for Marty and Sarah. That's uh, what it was. Yeah, for Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Shout out friends of the show, Marty DeRosa and Sarah Joy Shockey. We love them. Uh, but he produces themes for them. And when I decided, oh, I want, when I started doing the, my own podcast, uh, PWT cast, um, he was like, Hey, if you need any help with anything, like any themes or anything like that, let me know. I'm down to help. And I was like, hell yeah. And he hit, oh, we started in the fan of the week segment. I was like, Hey, like, you know, we kind of have an idea for this. I, at least I believe that's how it went. And this was the weekend that we were up in Toronto for SummerSlam. And he sent me over like 
three, you know, it was like two or three different like songs and they were just amazing. Like it's probably my favorite thing on our show is just hearing the song because it, it's like a... It's catchy as hell. It's now. so catchy. Yeah, like I have it in like a regular rotation on my like iTunes. Just listen to, <laughs> just it. Listen to it all the time. Yeah. Well, also because they say my name. That's which, true. Which, by the way, I'm Scrump. Hello, everybody. Yeah, Hello, yeah, sorry. I have not, I probably, uh, I haven't, for the last couple episodes, I haven't put like intros on uh, these episodes and just let them kind of go, but I might do one for this since I kind of have other shit that I want to plug, but, um, but yeah, so you had, you had him do the, the song of the week song mm-hmm. and it's awesome and yeah. it's incredible and it's stuck in everybody's head. Um, and then when I was relaunching my shit and I was like, I, I came to you cause I was like, I was like, Hey, did you, like, would it be cool if I like talked to that dude about doing something for me? Cause like, I really liked it sounded awesome. It was it sounded very professional and I was like, I wanna kinda of present my stuff now somewhat professionally and um and you were like, Yeah, absolutely and you, you mentioned that's how you told me the whole story about uh him being close with Marty and Sarah and I was like, Oh, like totally awesome then. Like he's a he's a good he's he's a good dude then if, if he's I in love, with them. Love Kevin Aldridge. And yeah, so I hit him up and I was very much like I was nervous that he was gonna be like, Who the heck are you? Get get out of here. Uh, but no, he was super, super excited to like do something with it. And I kind of was just like, yeah, I want it to be like kind of weird and like, like X-Files sounding and just, and what he, he came up with is the theme song for my, my podcast Which as well. I also love, like when I remember the, the first, the first time I listened to it, I was like, oh fuck you. <laughs> Cause then it was just gonna be stuck in my head. And that's what it is. Like every time I listen to it, it's just like. It's real catchy. It's it reminds me of, like the Rick and Morty theme song. A little, yeah, it, it, dude. It reminds me of of Rick and Morty. It reminds me of X Files, and it reminds me of like the Doctor Who theme. Like it's very like. I don't know what the Doctor Who theme sounds like. I I am going to be completely honest. I've never sat through a whole episode. I've seen clips and stuff, and I just I don't like it. What I <laughs> what I don't like even more is people saying, "Oh, you love Back to the Future." You should, yeah, you should, you should like and Doctor like, Who. No, I'm like, that's fucking... Doctor Who is so, it's so strange to me is because, like, it's such a... Uh, we'll get back to Kevin in a minute, but Doctor Strange is... Uh, or Doctor Strange. Doctor Who. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, I, Doctor yeah, Who. I have a motto on my keychain right now. I know you do. Uh, Doctor Who is such a strange thing to me because, like, it's... I When I discovered it, I I didn't realize it was such a thing. I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then... Uh, it's so like it's very like uh, I don't want to say like it's it's, con- it's confusing as hell. Obviously, anything with time travel is can be and is usually confusing. Um, but it's so interesting sometimes with like how these storylines that they tell on the show stretch out over like certain amount of seasons, and then like something will happen like late like in a in, like four seasons later and you're just like it like ties into something that happened all the way back here to the beginning and you're just like oh shit that's when this happened and that the reason why that happened was because of this happening like later on and they didn't even know that was happening and like like it's so it's 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 so it's hard to explain but when you see it happening it's just like oh my god like so i i, I get what you're saying but only because recently uh my friends, uh, Davey Portman and uh, Braden Harrington of the Up Next podcast to review uh, NXT for post-wrestling. Shaman's plug. I'll always plug them. Oh, yeah. You guys. Um, but they, so they have a thing for their Patreon where uh, they're like top tier subscribers get to pick something for them to review. 
and they reviewed the uh, Doctor Who movie. It was like a... For the newest one? No. Oh, oh the one from like 1996 or whatever? Something like that, yeah. And like them reviewing that, I was like, man, this makes me not want to watch this anymore. Well, that's such a bad but movie, they, though. <laughs> yeah, it's such a bad movie. And, and they went over things, so kind of touching on like what you did. But like this newest season, I know it, it has, uh, I forget her name, um, she's... I haven't watched any of this new season. Well, she, she, I know, I most notably know her from, um, she was in Black Mirror, and, uh, she was also in Attack the Block. Oh, okay. And I just don't like her. Like, no. as an actress, I just, I don't like, whenever she's on screen, I'm just like, <sighs> So that, I mean, I don't know. Listen, maybe at some point I'll watch the show but it's definitely right now one of those shows that people are like you should and I'm just like <laughs> no I, and it's in in today's like like day and age where like there's so much shit that like there's so much shit that like you, you want to watch and you're just like I don't have fucking time I have a full time job I, I do this I do that you run a podcast you you know it's 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 it's, t- it's time consuming to like sit down and dedicate to a show and like you and me are very much in the same uh, cut from the same stone where it's like yeah, I could start this new show, or I can just start rewatching like How I Met Your Mother for the fifteenth time. Which is what I've been doing, uh, not with How I Met Your Mother, but with Rescue Me, because it came up on FX, and I'm like, oh, I should like I started uh, what was it? It was like Dracula on Netflix, and then Dracula like, two thousand. No, just regular Dracula. Oh. <laughs> uh, or there's like that that uncut gem show that I've been wanting to watch. Yeah, like, there's there's so much that I want to watch, but for some reason I'm like, let me rewatch six to eight seasons of Rescue Me. At least I think that's how long you went. I, I don't remember, but I'm like, I'm let me sure. just re- I'm like, let me just rewatch Rescue Me instead. And they're each each episode's like an hour long. Yeah, that was like, it's not on anymore, right? It's no, no, no. no. Very it's, done. it's very much, yeah, like been done for a while, but I'm just like, yeah, I'll, I'll rewatch that. But yeah, I mean, there, there is a lot to watch. Because I remember watching like, uh, just whatever, anything. And I remember seeing commercials for that show, but I never like... Yeah, I mean, it was an FX one of those me. bigger shows. I, I like it. Like, we were talking earlier about how it's an, it's one of those older shows where they say a lot of, like, fucked up shit where I'm like... Oh, yeah. I'm like, you could not get away with saying <laughs> all those words yeah. in that order. Oof. Yeah, sometimes it's... It, like, really dates... Like, the, the show gets really dated by, like, some of the jokes or references that they make. But, but, but you know what? We were talking earlier about you uh, You just started watching Watchmen. And yeah. I joke about how uh, over... Uh, well, so, I have, like, a, a group chat on Twitter that started originally as uh, me and some of the other guys from Post Wrestling. Uh, Brandon from New Jersey, WH Park. Uh, just we, we just all started talking Watchmen. This is maybe, like, two, three weeks into it, or maybe even later. I don't know, but like, you know, we joked around like, oh yeah, like we're going to start our own Watchmen podcast and kind of like talked about it for a while. But then I was like, well, I already kind of have one because since Watchmen just started, me and uh, Stank, David, uh, my co-host over on the PWT cast, all we did was just talk Watchmen. <laughs> like for, to the point where we're like, oh, hi, like this is Scrub and Stank's like movie corner. And we just made a shirt that says Scrump and Stank, or movie talk with Scrump and Stank, because that's all we did. I just, I talked to Watchmen forever. Like, there'd be specific, like, I, my friend Vivian. That would be the stuff that I would definitely skip, because I was like, I would, like, skip up to the, the interview or stuff, what you would, you'd post it, but. So, uh, Vivian, friend, my friend of the show, I, I'm going to get her to listen to this, uh, 
but she was like watching had started watching Watchmen and then there's like specific parts where I'm like I would speak directly to her and be like alright Vivian right now I need you to skip from this part over to like this part because I'm going to talk Watchmen like just specifically for her I could just like text her and be like hey don't do that but I thought it was more fun if I speak like that's one of my favorite things speaking directly to her through like my podcast like very specific conversations that I could just text <laughs> But I'm just like that's kind of fun though. Yeah, which I'm like Vivian. I'm gonna make you listen to this, and then when you listen to this part, you'll be like, "This guy really needs to stop talking about me in his podcast." <laughs> but it's okay. I love her. We one time, I, I, I think I was telling you uh, this is the last Vivian story. I promise. Because uh, she's gonna listen to this one. Too. You gotta make her listen to this one now. I'm gonna make her. Uh, <laughs> so there was like some tweet where it was like I don't know. It was some tweet about like doing stupid shit in like in high school. Or, I don't know, as a kid. Or maybe even about ditching. I don't know. But I, like, cool tweeted it with, oh, no, no, no. It was, like, when you get older and you tell, you have to tell your kids that, like, all their aunts and uncles are just, like, your close friends from forever who have been there since day one. That's just being Mexican, though. (laughs) Yeah, that's just being Mexican. Uh, But I I posted that, retweeted or quote tweeted or whatever it was, and talked about how there was one time where when we were freshmen, uh, me, Vivian, and another friend of ours, we ditched school, and we were, like, running down Irving Park, like, ducking and dodging from all these, like, taxis that we thought were cop cars, and just these, like, imaginary police that were, like, chasing us, like, you would have thought we were, like, refugees on the run, <laughs> like, you know, just nobody is chasing us, and I just, like, posted that, and I was like, haha, and that, for some reason, went, like, I don't want to say viral because it, obviously it didn't go like viral, but there was just so many people like liking and retweeting. And I was like, this is a very specific like inside joke between Vivian and I. I don't understand why so many people are like <laughs> liking it and just like, ha ha, hell yeah. I'm like, it's not even that funny. I'm it's like, always like the, the weirdest shit like that too, though, that, that does like catch on or, or gets like a lot of interaction online. Like you, you just like a lot of times it's something stupid that you're just like, oh, this would be funny to post. And then like, it gets like a hundred, you know, retweets or some shit like that. And you're like, oh, all right. I wish I had something to get a hundred retweets, bro. It would, be really, it would be really nice. I just want to be an influencer. Yeah, like <laughs> I. <laughs> no, I don't think I'd want to be an influencer. It's too much. I don't even know what that means. Like, just be, like I mean, even now, like I. So we're gonna talk some Sarah Shockey on this. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, yeah, we love Sarah. I, I made the joke even earlier, you know, we posted the thing like, oh, we're talking, you know, will you have any questions? Ten minutes before we started <laughs> yeah, recording. Ten, ten minutes before we started. Like, do you have any questions? And uh, Sarah, Joy Shockey, she posted, uh, like, oh, talk about your guys' friendship and ghosts. And I was like, we're going to talk about, like, how much we love you, Sarah. And then Caitlin, a friend of ours, she was like, oh, like, I just want 45 minutes of, like, Talking about gushing over Sarah. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, again, that's called the PWT cast. You know, <laughs> you know, it comes out weekly uh, every Monday. Um, but like, how the, what were we just talking about? I totally just lost some people. We were talking about in, being influencing? Or... Oh, so I, so I tried to just be like Sarah. Sarah Shockey, for those of you unaware, is uh, probably the nicest person I've ever met. Like, she's the most genuine, like, good person that I've ever met. She, 
you know, like it's always looking on the bright side, always trying to help people, always oh, yeah. just the, the the best person ever. So I've always just kind of like that's a quality that I want and try to like model myself, uh, like through you know I try, I try to be a little bit of Sarah Shaki, uh, especially with like social media where it's, it's WWSD. Like, yeah, WWSD. What, what would Sarah do? WWSJD. What would Sarah? Uh, no, that's Sarah Joy. Wait, wait, wait Sarah. <laughs> yeah. WWSJSD. What would Sarah Joy Shockey do? But I try to, you know, just be a better person overall, especially like online. And a little bit from you as well, where it's just like... Me. Yeah, because you're, you're very much like, you don't go online and complain. That's safe for a group chat. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, but it's like, don't go online and complain. Just like, if you don't, which as cheesy as it is, like, if you don't have anything nice to say, just don't do that. And like... Like, especially when I was younger, I guess it was a lot of, like, me complaining. Like, it happens all the time. I'll look through my Facebook Oh, I'll look through memories. my old shit. And there was one where, you know, it's like, oh, Seamus won the fucking Royal Rumble. Like, this is bullshit. And it's just the cr- most cringe stuff oh, ever. Like, always. Oh, I can't believe. I want to kick my own ass. Exactly. So I try to take, like, the Sarah Shockey approach of just, like, hey, be nice to everyone. Help out when you can. And, uh, like, just don't talk shit. Yeah. And, you know, which is why, like. Like you said, like having a having a group chat, I think for like venting and stuff is very important because it's like you don't want to like you don't want to spew this toxic energy out there, but you also can't keep it inside. You need to like collect it somewhere, and that's yeah. kind of and like I think, especially with our so many careers would be ruined. Yeah. Like, well, especially like with our group chat, it's very much just like so. It's me, you, Castro, and uh, Dirty Dave. Dirty Dave from the show Dave Boogie Dogs. Boogie Dogs. Shout out Boogie Dogs. Uh, follow them on Twitter and find them because their hot dogs are amazing. And I yeah, do. the hot dogs are. I've twice now eaten four of their chili dogs in a row. And dude. It's so good. I'm going to ask them to do a double dog next double, time. Dude. So it's the last spread, but you know. Um, but like, it's very much just the dynamic that we have as friends where when Dave worked through with us and we would all like be on lunch together or, you know, run to the liquor store or something, just kind of us bullshitting and like. Just being weird. Just being weird and. And stupid, but it you know it's like okay that very much helps with the fact that like work sucked today or I'm not having the best day or just whatever it is just being able to like vent without like having this weird kind of like oh hey guys let's get together and talk about our feelings not that like I'm against about talking about our feelings no not at all there's been plenty of times where you and I will fucking will sit around especially those very late nights when we're stuck here working to like. PWTs after dark. Yeah, PWT after dark. We're here till like one or two in the morning. With by our own accord because we're maniacs and we're like, let's fucking don't have shit to do. It's like sleep. What's that? Yeah, right. Sleep. Yeah. Um, I'd rather finish these thousand hoodies that we need to make by today. Exactly. <laughs> but there'll be a lot of times where we do that where we're just like, um, just talking about shit, just random stuff, and we'll get like inner feelings and you know, because hey. Guys, it's okay to talk about your feelings. You don't have to fucking be one of those like repressed weirdos. Yeah, right? it's okay it's, to talk about it's your very like um, stigma. I'm, I'm trying to think of the, what the word is. Uh, it just it feels good. It feels good to get shit out, out, out of like that you're like sitting on, and sometimes too when like you're you're angry about something or you're like you, you once you get it out there and you speak it out loud, you can kind of be like, oh, that's really stupid for me to feel like upset about this like oh, after you say it out loud the amount of like, times I'll come up to you and be like oh no that sounds stupid to say and then like I'll say it and I'm like 
I probably shouldn't get as upset about this minor inconvenience <laughs> as uh, I should have. But I mean, hey, it happens. We're we're all people. We're all normal people, and somewhat, yeah. Yes, somewhat. I mean, that's a little bit more on the the weirder side than the normal side. <laughs> but I mean, whatever. It happens. Oh man, I did, I I was just thinking about now too, like how sidetracked we got from the beginning because we're talking about Kevin. <laughs> so to wrap it all up. Kevin's a man. But we're recording what? a Christmas no, album. Yeah, well, oh, oh god, yeah. I forgot about that until just now. Christmas album. I we like jokingly talked about that, but to bring it back about like to Kevin Aldridge, um, I remember talking to like so. Typically, what happens when I meet people through Marty and Sarah, like uh, my buddy Wes and Cash, his, his son Cash, uh, like it's very similar with you. Where like I meet these people and I'm like, oh. I get it. I get why Marty DeRosa and Sarah Shockey are such good friends with you because you're a genuinely nice person. And I remember <clears throat> this would have been like two years ago now. Uh, I came out of like a really bad breakup and Kevin Aldridge was like me and him for whatever reason we started talking and then like we kind of just bonded over like oh him telling me about that and just me telling him about my stuff and you know, it, it's nice to have someone to like be able to talk about that stuff with. Um, and he was there, and that's why I was like, oh, man, like, this guy is more than just the person that makes these songs for Marty and Sarah. Like, he's a genuinely, like, nice person. He's, he's a good friend. Dude, and what was, what really, like, kind of took me by surprise was, like, like, we, we talked back and forth about, like, you know, how we wanted the, the theme for this show to go, and you know, he, everything, I was like, anything you send me, I'm going to love. I don't care. Like, I was very much just really excited to have something, you know, to, to have, to show off. And um, the the amount of, like, like, we still talk, like, fairly often. Like, he'll, he'll hit me up and be like, oh, I just listened to this episode of your show. Like, he actually listens. I'm yeah. like, at no point was I like, hey, you should totally listen to the show. Like, he went out of his way to, like, actually, I'm sure he wanted to hear how, how it all came together, but, like, you know, he, he genuinely likes to support things that are, like, you know, that he's involved in, and I think that's, like, super cool. Yeah, I always feel bad because um, we don't text so much as, like, DM through Twitter, and I'm yeah. always the worst at responding to people, like... On Twitter and stuff. On Twitter, so sometimes, like, we'll be, in, like, in a conversation, and then I just, like, forget, and then a day later, I'm like, oh, cause sometimes, like, Twitter just doesn't show you the message. Yeah, I, I do. Trust me, I miss a lot of DMs sometimes. Yeah, so that'll happen, but... Yeah, Kevin Aldridge, great guy. Go find him on Twitter. Uh, he's also a musician, and he has some pretty good music out there. Yeah. Um, I guess like, <laughs> let's see if we got some like decent questions. I know, I know. Stank, you said Stank submitted a bunch. I'm gonna double check on. Yeah. So this is the old Twitter machine to see if anybody else, because like, you know, we're professionals and. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's also not a lot of like. Uh, I don't like, have a lot of followers. I mean. No, you definitely have more than I fucking do. But I'm saying, like, even with this podcast, there was, like, no, like, we should get together and talk about this. It was just, like, let's just... We're slow at work right now, you know. Just, let's just get on a microphone. I mean, I, I got... I mean, I have some stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the other one that I really got from Twitter, uh, Two Heels in a Face podcast, great uh, local podcast in Chicago. That they... Um, Wrestling. They talk about wrestling, but mostly it's, it's geared towards a lot of the independents, uh, specifically uh, my favorite independent company in Chicago, Freelance Wrestling. Um, 
they talk about everything and it's awesome. So they, uh, they asked, what's the, what is our favorite part about working with, uh, Jeremy Zaha, it's AKA cousin Jeremy, cousin Jeremy. So for those of you who want to work with cousin Jeremy is, uh, we, we once described him as like a, a human sized Ewok or a, a small Walter. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> yes. Walter WWE UK champion. He's, um, he worked, I guess he's like our intern. Like he works with us part-time, uh, over here at Pro Wrestling Tees. He's, oh, he's listening to this all. Oh yeah, he does listen. I forgot. He does listen. He is genuinely one of like the next, like, so I mentioned Sarah Joy Shockey. One of the nicest people. Uh. Yeah, she is one of the nicest people. Sarah, one of the nicest people, but Cousin Jeremy, he's like right up there. You know, that guy would, if I asked for an arm and a leg, he'd give me both. Um, but one of, I guess one of my favorite things of working with him is uh, the way he dresses. Because <laughs> most of the time he comes from his normal, he has a normal day job. Like an actual, an office, an office job. Yeah, he has like a cubicle and everything. And he'll come into work and... My work uniform are basketball shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, it's yeah. very like you laid know, back like, here. There is no dress code at uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, and so everyone kind of dresses the way they want to. And uh, they've always said dress for the job that you want. And when I started, uh, I was like, man, who is the most successful person here? Right behind Ryan. Oh, Frank. Frank Spahi. He's operations manager i'm like all right that is what i'm gonna dress like and plus just shorts and wrestling t and any t-shirt just more comfortable than like jeans or oh there is frankly now we see him you can see him from the office see here out the window uh but i mean it's just comfortable but cousin jeremy he'll come in like his deep v-necks uh shirts or his deep v-neck sweaters and uh just Again, yeah, dude, he just showing off the most chest hair. Oh, and he's he, just like he has the most chest hair. Always shows it off, and uh, I always messing say, with him. He's like the best though, because like, like to me, at least to me, he's like one of the funniest people I know. Like he's just so he's so like dry with his humor, and it's just it the delivery murders me every time. So there's this one specific Jeremy story. Uh, we were down in. Vegas for double or nothing and we were at some like club it was like a bar club kind of thing or whatever and uh because me Stank and Cousin Jeremy maybe maybe Delgado who works with us as well um and we're kind of just like off to you know, like this like booth because I don't know we weren't really like on the dance floor over by like the bar drinking mm -hmm. um, and we're just sitting in the booth. Cousin Jeremy's standing outside of the booth, kind of just, like, sitting there dancing or whatever. And uh, these, like, girls come over, and they're just like, hey, what's up? And Cousin Jeremy's like, oh, hey, what's up, whatever. He's like, nothing, just enjoying my time here. And then, like, the one girl's like, oh, like, you should buy us a drink. And Cousin Jeremy's like, got no money. And so, like, the one girl leaves, another girl, like, stays there kind of thinking, like, oh, you know. And then kind of just chit-chat for a little bit, keeps talking, and she's like, oh, well, like, yeah, I think you should buy me a drink, because Jeremy's like, no, I don't have any money. And she's like, well, why are you at a club if you don't have any money? 
And he's like, well, I spent all these dance lessons. <laughs> and just keeps, like, dancing. And she just, like, goes and, like, fucks off to the bar and, you know, probably gets someone else to buy her drinks. But that was, that was one of my favorite Cousin Jeremy stories. It's so good. Uh, but speaking of Cousin Jeremy, uh, so, um, this is what, coming out next week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, last week, or on episode 27 of my show, it's not the Jericho Cruise. Uh, we had come back from the, on the, Chris, we went on the Chris Jericho Cruise, and on that cruise, like, Dave, my co-host, and I, we kind of just recorded random things oh, throughout yeah. the trip. Uh, go listen to, you can hear this story about a woman that almost fell off a balcony. Oh, yeah. Which, that, I'll, I'm not going to tell that story. Go over there. A uh, woman almost dies and we say her. It's crazy. But, 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 I did say that last on, on last week's episode. I, I I mentioned it and I said they have to go, have to go over to the PWT cast to hear the full story. Because yeah, there's also like a mini interview with Nick. Well, yeah, I, um, I do make an appearance on this one hey, as well. Hey, hey. Uh, but we open up the show with a murder mystery. And uh, with that story, it's again Frank and Melissa talking about... Uh, Murder Gun Rye. Which is another great story. Yeah, that's also a great story. Two very good selling points for for last week's episode of the PMT cast. I won't spoil that one, but we bring up Cousin Jeremy. (laughs) And at one point, we proposed that, like, oh, he was either best friends or lovers with this dead person. And, like, someone might have, like, you know, anyone else would have heard of them and been like, ha, fuck you guys. Cousin Jeremy, mean cousin Jeremy, was like, "Yeah, I was best friends with the guy, so you, you gotta love the man because he just ro- he rolls with the punches. Rolls with the punches. Um, hey, he didn't tell me he was gonna go to Hulu's house for the Royal Rumble and that. That's like an son of a bitch. Just remember that. It's fine. I didn't go either. But Jeremy, yeah, he, he didn't hit us up. But uh, speaking of really great people, um, are we I, talking about Sarah again? Gotta love Sarah. <laughs> she started ice skating. I've seen on her... Uh, really? God, it's so hard. Have you ever tried? So, funny enough, um, when I was in second grade, I believe... I gotta double check with Elisa. But I believe it was in second grade. Uh, for some reason, Disney on Ice, they came to our school. They taught us to ice skate. What? Not at our school, but there was a... Um, sorry, I had to burp there. Um, an ice rink, like... By like there's one park. It's California California Park. Many of you like an actual one or, or one that they like no, make the for the winter. So it's like Big Federage Center. Go oh there. okay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Zisk goes there and skates sometimes. But it's like an ice rink there, and so they taught us how to ice skate, and then they like brought us out. I I don't like during their show. I believe after the show. Were you dressed up like Goofy? No, but I got to <laughs> dance with or dance. I got to skate with uh, Gus Gus, the fat mouse from. Uh, from Cinderella? Cinderella. Yeah. Um, and so like, I have that's a picture incredible. somewhere of me. Like, yeah. And like, like people always think that that's just like a thing, but I'm like, that's way too specific for me to just be a <laughs> Just make but, that up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I skated then, and then I tried to go ice skating again with a girlfriend like a few years back, and did not work out. I know I've, I've been ice skating once when I was like younger. Um, I mean, like, I mean, I used to rollerblade a lot when I was a kid, so, like, I feel like it's very similar. Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Maybe uh, Sarah can I, tell us that. You know what? Maybe I'll have Sarah come here and we'll dude, talk we about that. We need to have Sarah. So, speaking, this will roll right into the next question because, like, as much as you always, like, introduce me to people and they're, like, fucking awesome, 
I'm always trying to, I'm trying to get you to become best friends with one specific person. And that specific person is Braden Harrington of the Up Next podcast. Oh, I mentioned him before. Yeah. And he actually shot us a question, which might have a double meaning. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I'm what ready it is. for it. He said, Those are my favorite kind which, of the story behind me wanting you and Braden to be best friends is... Um, Have we even met? Or did we meet that one year in, in New York? Last year? Was it last year? I think you, it was this... Yeah, last year. I think you guys met. I'm like, pretty sure you the, guys, Like, the most passing. In passing. You know, like, you guys... Maybe even before when they... When him and Davey, John and Way, they all came to the store. Yeah. Possibly. But, um... He's, you know, you guys are both very, uh... Connoisseurs of uh, marijuana. Uh huh. So <laughs> okay. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, but you guys both love karaoke. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Like, he loves it like to the point where he he keeps talking uh, about it on his show up next uh, over at Post Wrestling um, about how he's trying to get his local karaoke spot to uh, put Judas Dude. by Fozzie, which is Christian Arcus' <laughs> theme song, into their like thing but they just they haven't done it and it's funny enough so you mentioned wrestlemania weekend that weekend uh his buddy shane who he's he's disabled he's in a wheelchair but he's like in like the special olympics really fucking cool guy like awesome i you might have met him too he might have been in the shop once actually yeah I remember you took a picture of me and him oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay so that earlier that day um we were all like meeting up to go to this ring of honor show and you know, we meet, we meet him up there, and he's like, hey, he goes, you guys want to go do karaoke later with Braun Strowman? <laughs> oh, yeah. I we were, we were like, what? He's like, yeah. He was like, I had an autograph signing, and ran into, you know, he was there to meet Braun Strowman, and Braun Strowman's also a karaoke connoisseur. I wonder what, his, I wonder what Braun Strowman's go-tos are. We should tweet at him right now, asking him what, what his go-tos are. I doubt he'll respond. I mean, I mean, yeah, hey, do it, do it. He'll do it. I, I will do it. I don't. Uh, but and so yeah, he told us he's like yeah he's that Braun Strowman just gave him his like phone number and was like yeah text me and we'll figure something out you know we'll, we'll do karaoke which I thought like what the fuck that would have been like the coolest thing um, but unfortunately he was busy so he didn't come through you know he he apologized but we did get to see some people fight because you know. Like a, like a fist fight? Oh, like a fist fight, yeah, at this karaoke bar. Also, I don't remember. Did you tell me this? Story? I don't remember. I might have. Um, but there was also, like, at that karaoke bar, it was like, a, it's like oh, we won't play uh, Bohemian Rhapsody unless you pay. And, what? like, there was this group of, like, white women that just went up and were, like, throwing money. Like, yeah, here. That's so, insane. Why, they, why, why is that a rule there? Just because like, it's such a long sick of, song. People are sick of hearing it all the time. Yeah, like how how many people want to do Bohemian Rhapsody? Probably a lot. And it's like a what? Song? And it's a hard song to sing, man. Exactly. And if you're not a good singer, don't, don't even try, man. Exactly. And it's like seven minutes long. It's like, get the fuck out of here. But uh, you and Brayden, I'm always saying like, oh, I want you guys to become like best friends. and just, That's my goal. My goal is to get you two to become friends. But he sent a question, um, and it was, why don't you like tag team matches? Don't know if he means actual tag team wrestling, or why won't I have sex with a woman along with him? Uh, Is that spe- well, that was, that was to you or to both of us? Because, I mean, I'm, 
I'm primarily a tag team wrestler. I actually prefer actually wrestling. Well, that's that's kind of a good as a fan or a wrestler. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not, now I'm thinking way too deep into this question. Yeah, I don't know because I like when it comes to wrestling, I love tag team wrestling. It's like some of my favorite. Yeah, um, but I think tag teaming. I don't know. I, I don't know if I could tag team with another person in in the bedroom. It just no, seems a little. I'm, I'm a very I'm selfish man. Well, yeah, I like that, that person for me. That almost ha- so we talked about that Ring of Honor show. Um, the day before that Ring of Honor show, uh, so Brayden's got himself a sugar mom. Uh, oh yeah. To, you know to put it politely, he's got himself a sugar mama. Uh, we wanted to go to the Progress show that weekend. We didn't, but they were like charging like sixty dollars for like GA tickets, and we're like, Oof. no, we're fine. Uh, but his sugar mama bought, bought us all tickets, and I'd met her once before, uh, the first time I went to Canada, and within hours of meeting her, she gave me a very nice Canadian welcome. I will leave it at that. <laughs> uh, so I knew who she was, and I think they wanted to indulge in some tag team wrestling, unfortunately. Uh, I was working for those Ring of Honor tickets. I will leave it at that. <laughs> so I didn't get to that. Um, but I do love me some tag team wrestling. Uh, like DIY versus fucking, um, not Undisputed. Uh, what's it called? The Revival. The Revival, my yeah. Matches. Um, Did I always think back about, it was a couple of years ago, like a couple of years ago. It was actually longer than that. Probably 2012, 2013, those Shield versus the Rhodes Brothers. So good. Dude. Probably the, the that is the epitome of the chef's kiss emoji for tag team wrestling, and at least in the last like decade. And like NXT, I'm not even gonna say like main roster WWE, but like NXT's like like they just had the Dusty Classic yesterday, and it's so it's so awesome that they can put together random guys for because like if you look at the Dusty Classic, um, two actual teams of one in Undisputed Era and Authors of Pain and everyone else has kind of just been thrown together teams thrown together teams but like it always works out it's all, I love the Dusty Classic I love tournaments in wrestling yeah me too like, I'm all about it and the Dusty Classic that's always like one of my favorite times like I was because I, I got into wrestling great so I've only been around for like two or three King of the Rings and it hasn't even been like the <laughs> traditional ones it's been like here's on a Raw like yeah exactly um, it used to be dope yeah, but go back and watch King of the Ring two thousand one. That was like my favorite one. Yeah, so we I know we had uh we had some other questions. Well, I guess we can probably save things for last. Because I got I got a question here specifically for you because this can this can add into your uh, uh, oh, yes, story. This is we just pulled the same question. Yeah, we pulled the same question. Uh, buddy Nick Nick, Nick Hernandez uh, and her man uh, seven on on Instagram. If you go check out his stuff. Um, he asked, uh, when is Scrump going to get back in the ring? And for those of you who don't know the story by now, which I can't tell who, who hasn't heard this story at this point, but a couple of years back, you competed in the freelance wrestling Halloween battle Royal as a penis druid and you won. So, and then, uh, what, what is this past? Wait, what, we, what else was it? I don't remember. So yeah, I won the, I won the 20... 2018? 2018 Freelance Halloween Battle Royale. Yeah. Battle Royale. Um, which, so... Basically, as, as the legend goes, 
the the sole well, the sole reason why you won, uh, not only because it'd be hilarious, but it was also it was like the Iron Sheik rule because you didn't know how to get thrown out of the ring. So the whole this little penis druid thing came from earlier in the year. I was one of the penis druids that uh, carried Hangman Adam Page uh, out of the ring at All In, and then we got the wrestling ring not too long after and. Uh, I remember making the joke to you. I'm like, oh, well, now I can be in the freelance Halloween Battle Royale as a penis druid. <laughs> and not thinking much of it. And then you were like, hey, I think I want to put uh, BD Smooth in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> as Joey Ryan and you as a penis druid. And I was like, awesome. And you're like, yeah. And I think I'm going to have the, you guys win the thing. And I'm like, awesome, cool. <laughs> and then uh, I think the costume came in and we practice like getting in and out of the ring the only thing was in that costume it was damn near impossible to move and say you were like just to move, like even when i actually got in the ring i had referee i believe referee nate speckman was the referee for that match uh if not i apologize it was all ref whoever the referee was for that match <laughs> saved my goddamn life because i would have fallen because we didn't factor that BD Smooth was going to be covered in baby oil because oh, it was Ryan. So I like almost died. Um, but, oh, I remember, yeah. but I remember like, you know, we we kind of see like, okay, well, there's not much physicality I can do in the ring. Because at that point, you were like, you gave me a, a quick training lessons for yeah, a few days. Give the once over. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was shortly after that we were like, okay, well, there's not much I can do. And I remember coming into work and you were like, hey, uh, I wanted to talk to you about the, you know, the Battle Royale. And in my head, I'm like, oh, it's totally fine. Like, I don't have to be in it. I'm, not, I'm just going to be taking up space, really. And you're like, okay, uh, I'm going to have you win the thing because you can't really get eliminated. <laughs> yeah. And I was immediately like, uh, no, because all the people, all the real wrestlers will get mad at me. And you're like, ah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's, it's my show. And I won't, so I won't spoil who, but there is a, there's a veteran member of uh, the freelance roster that I recently podcasted with, and I talked to them about it, and this specific person, I was worried that they were going to, like, say something, you know, because they're very well respected, mm-hmm. and, you know, they were like, I, we actually got changed right next to each other, <laughs> both of us putting your gear on, and I remember them saying, like, oh, are you in the Halloween Battle Royale? And I was like, yeah. I'm winning. And they were like, huh, that's fucking awesome. Do it. <laughs> and immediately after that, I didn't give a fuck what anyone else had to say because I was like, oh, if this specific person, you know. Yeah, everybody it. knows it's, it's, a, it's a show. You know, it's supposed yeah. to be something entertaining and funny. And like, exactly. what's, more, what's more hilarious than a penis winning a wrestling match? Exactly. And then this this last year, 2019 uh, Halloween Battle Royale, I guess I, I haven't talked about it as much. I did for like the first few weeks. Um, but... I came down to the ring with the winner of Holly Taker as a regular druid. You know, we came out carrying our torches yeah. and everything. Good callback. A good callback, <laughs> yeah. A very specific callback. And through the transitive property. And cousin Jeremy was Paul Bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so yeah we, you got to find if the pictures are online. God, they're so incredible. We talked cousin Jeremy into shaving his face and dressing like Paul Bear. That's what I look to bring it back, that's what I love about Cousin Jeremy is that he let us talk him into <laughs> dressing up like Paul Bearer. Like, he shaved his face. Oh, man. It, it looks so good. But my favorite thing about actually wrestling those two matches is that in the first match, I tossed up Castro to win. 
Um, and then in the second match, he was technically in it. So we, I also beat him then. So you're two and zero. I'm Castro. Two and zero. I'm Castro, brother. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Nate. Um, I don't know when I'll come out of retirement, but if I do, I will let you know because Nick is uh he's an avid listener of the BWT cast and followers. So if I ever do come out of retirement, it'll probably be Castro putting me over again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and probably another battle royale because uh, the Drizz and shits, brother. Uh, you've, you've got some promise. <laughs> I, I guess. Um, here, I actually have another question here from a uh, uh, friend, friend of the show, Xavier. He, uh, he works with us. Uh, Pressing shoots. Yeah, he's uh, you'll catch him at like freelance shows uh, shooting some stuff. Uh, this one's funny just because I want to hear what you have to say about this. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> it says, "Would you rather eat twenty boogers, each from a different person, or drink PT from two? So I don't know if PT from two means two different two people. different people. Yeah, um, I don't know that. I think I, I would for sure go PT, dude. I boogers. Oh. I can't do the boogers. At least at the P, because <laughs> you because if it's T. So here's my thought." If it's tea, that means that it's like it's probably gonna be hot, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> naturally, it's gonna, be hot regardless. it's gonna be hot regardless. But at least with tea, you boil water. So if it's boiled pee, I mean, it might be a little, little more cleaner. See, well, like looking back at the question, I don't know if for sure not eating boogers, no matter what. Yeah, I'd no. rather anything else. No, I don't. Think... I would drink. I would drink so much pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I would have to do the pee just because I'm. I literally want to throw up thinking about just thinking about boogers. boogers. Oh. Yeah, like I oh, just like a, I was never a booger eater as a kid. I know no. some people were. Like, no, I just even now, like if I if I got you know when I take a booger, I'm just like, what? this is fucking gross. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. I can't do boogers. I have a. Oh yeah, I just got a question right now. Oh, I didn't get a question right now. Somebody responding, somebody responding to my tweet because uh, I tweeted. I was like, I wonder what Braun Strowman's go-to karaoke songs are. And uh, my friend, uh, oh shoot, uh, he says, I'd like, I'd like to hope "Blinded by the Light" is one of them. I don't know why, but I'd love to see that. That'd be pretty funny. I guess I'm pretty disappointed. Trevor Outlaw hasn't uh, asked this question. Probably doing his job. <laughs> Uh, I do have I have a couple questions from uh, my buddy Ian. Hell yeah! Shout out to Six One Six Entertainment. Um, and the artist. And the artist. Well, artist didn't give us any questions, so fuck him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fuck the artist. Nah, me and me and the artist and Castro are gonna go to the White Sox opening day together. I think. I'm sorry about that. It's gonna be awesome. It's on a Thursday afternoon. I hate baseball, so I don't. But I'm a North Slider, so mm. Cubs. Uh, so Ian asks, he goes, uh, and this is specific to me, but uh, he goes, as an indie promoter slash owner slash operator, can you tell me why it's okay to slam people through fucking doors all, the t- all of a sudden? Who made this okay? It looks cheap and minor league. So funny enough, my, the first, was it the first? It was prop. yeah, it was the first independent wrestling show that I went to. Um, or no, my, uh, one of the first. Uh was I got introduced 
to independent wrestling through uh, Colt Cabana, friend of the show, former guest on uh, friend, friend of your show. I mean, we're not in it yet. I don't know why I said that. That's so weird. <laughs> uh, no, Colt's amazing. I love <laughs> I just buried myself. It's, it's all right. Um, I don't even think he, he probably doesn't listen to this. I don't think he listens to he would never. Show, the show that we did together. Unless you are listening. Thank you, Colt. Sorry. He's going to um, slap you in the head. But I remember, so it would have been around 2012, because this was around the time of Extreme Rules. Uh, myself and uh, uh, a girlfriend, an ex, BX. Yeah. Um, Ramona Flowers. Ramona Flowers, Lucy Ford, for you guys, your fans. She was like, I managed to convince her not only to like have sex with me, but also to like go see wrestling with me. So I was just like, oh my God. It's a double whammy. It's a double whammy. It's true love. Um, we went to an independent show. I, it was, I, th- I think it was, uh, AEW, maybe if it's just, if it was local Chicago. Yeah. Cause it may, might've been AEW cause it wasn't freelance cause freelance. I don't think was, well, I don't know what's going on, but there was like a tables, ladders, and, uh, doors match. Oh, it might've been a Vanguard show. Might've been a Vanguard show. I don't know. Vanguard was, it was pretty far. And, uh, I remember, like, this is me, like, okay, like, I'm trying to, you know, like, hey, indie wrestling's fun. Uh, so, this was the first and last indie show that we went to. Uh, we didn't have actual chairs. They just, at one point, were like, all right, uh, just sit over here and just made chairs for us, like, in the front row. And, oh, was, I can't really imagine what this was. Then. Yeah, <laughs> it might, I mean, maybe if I ask Cabana at some point, but... Uh, yeah, oh, I need to know. And so at some point during the show, the lights go out. And like everyone's just kind of like, oh, what the fuck? But they're like throwing wrestlers like directly in our direction, like at us. And she's like, what the fuck? I'm like, this is wrestling. Uh, yeah, and there was just like the tables, ladders, and door match. And it just was chaos. It was just chaos. And I'm like looking at her and I'm like, oh man, she's never going to go to another independent wrestling show with me. And she didn't. And she didn't. But. Then she. Then she broke broke my heart. Yeah. Yeah, then she, then I found out she was cheating on me at a Bulls game. So I don't go to Bulls games anymore either. He's got heat with the Bulls now. Yeah, heat with the Bulls. Uh, Rest in peace, Kobe, though. Even though he was not on the Bulls. Uh, But yeah, like, I guess, as you said in that, in your question, you said it looks cheap and it looks minor league. Um, well, that in turn is actually the answer to your question: Why do people? Uh, why do people start using doors? Is because they're so cheap. Uh, door. I think a door. Like if you just get like a cheap door to like break and stuff, it's like ten bucks. It's it's insane. I had no idea whether like you know. Whereas like if you wanted like an actual table, like like in on WB or you know whatever they use these these wooden tables, those those suckers are expensive. They're like a hundred dollars, you know, for like a for like an, an average one. You can definitely find the cheaper ones for like you know fifty to like seventy five, but they're they're not cheap. And, and for a lot of independent shows, like our budgets are pretty stretched thin. Uh, so doors it is, and it's just kind of caught on uh, as far as like an independent thing. But you know, I, I I don't really like hate it. I'm not really a big fan of them, but like I don't hate them. They do the, they do their job. Not a fan of. Uh, and well. To, touch, or to, to follow up on, on how you said, rest in peace, Kobe. Uh, insane. Uh, 
tragedy that, that we've just you know we've had in the last like week or so like with Kobe's passing and, and, and his daughter and, and the rest of you know obviously there was like a, a pretty uh, famous baseball coach on, on the on the yeah, helicopter as well. People on there. A couple other a couple of ugh, a couple other young women uh, as well. So Ian asks in in the wake of the loss of Kobe Bryant, uh, can you really can you reflect on celebrity deaths that really impacted you and why? Uh, Ryan Dunn and Eddie Guerrero for him hit him pretty hard. Uh, he's but I'd like to hear your stories as well. Uh, you were just talking about like you're like all oh, dead people and like you're like girls for some reason that we're gonna start talking about John Bonnie Ramsey. <laughs> oh man, well. Uh, no, um, celebrity deaths. The only one that's really like affected me was also Eddie Guerrero. Uh, I got into wrestling because of him. You know, I got to share this story. Um, on this week's episode of PWT Cast with Vicky Guerrero, um, about how like Eddie was what got me into wrestling. You know, funny enough, it was a talking segment between Eddie and Paul Heyman uh, on like a the go home edition of SmackDown before WrestleMania 20. And when he died, that was like the one I was just like, what the fuck? Like I vividly remember, um, I was. At my house, with I was in, I had a girl over. Yeah, parents are gone. Uh, <laughs> I had a girl over, and my uncle called me, and he was like, "Did you hear?" I was like, "No, no, I haven't." He's like, "Eddie Guerrero's dead," and I was like, "What?" And like, I remember going to like channel like Telemundo or some shit like that, and they had it like all over there, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" And yeah, like it sucked, you know, like. It, it just, and like I look back now, and that's, you know, it's been like 16 years. It's insane how it, it feels like it, 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 well, it still feels like it's been, it was just happened like not that long ago. When I was thinking it's been like 16 years of me like falling in love with wrestling, like because, oh, so of, him. because of him. Since and like, I think it's like, like I don't care for like anyone that doesn't really wrestle his style, like. The more WWE style, I'm kind of just like, eh. that's why I like Stone Cold and Rock. I'm just like, those weren't your guys. Weren't you didn't guys. come up with them. Didn't come up with them. You know, not that like, hey, they're not good. Which is frustrating sometimes I, when we're like talking about wrestling stuff and you're like, I don't give a fuck about Ric Flair. And it's just like, which it's, you know, with a lot of those guys, like, hey, I get the impact that they've made. I understand. <laughs> but if they're not wrestling like fucking Malenko and Guerrero and Benoit and Jericho, don't really care but I guess I'm talking about like again like the, the wrestling that I enjoy is the AEW and NXT you know and that's I mean and it's it's funny because it's just like I'm a little bit older than you not by a lot but mm-hmm. but enough to where like uh, and, and I was I've been watching wrestling at least longer that uh, I came up with different different d- d- different time in wrestling so like stuff that I like I'm like I really like kind of gush over and stuff you're kind of like I don't really see it and uh, and then there's certain things about current day wrestling that you're like that you gush over, and I'm kind of like, no, I kind of like it, but I, I I'm like I just there's certain things that like that don't not necessarily bother me because I still watch and I still like enjoy it, but it's just like oh like didn't used to be this way like used to be done this way and like I kind of miss it being done that way and it's just it's just it's funny to see how much of a difference it is between the two of us like um, like listen to me. 2004 to 2011, WWE will be the best that it ever was. 
because that was like, <laughs> you know, you have to talk about Mark Dindrek and Luther Reigns and oh my your God. tag teams of Kenzo Suzuki and Rene Dupree. Um, but that's just, that was what I came up with. You know, very much, and I'm sure if I started watching during the Attitude Era. Yeah, you would that, have been like, oh, that, yeah. You know, I've been like, fucking Val Venus. Because, <laughs> like, for me, because for me, I'm like, dude, WWF from, like, 1997 to, like, 2002 is, like, to me, that's, like, the hottest that the business has ever been for them. Uh, but, again, different different time. Yeah. And different, uh, just shit just clicks differently with different people. Yeah, definitely. What about you though? What celebrity death has affected you? Because I, I feel bad. I'm, I might be like missing another one or two. I know. I, I'm trying to think too, and I'm and, and it's and it's nice that because I, I I had two that popped into my head right away, and other than that, I'm like, well, maybe it didn't impact me that much if I can't think of it right now. But uh, obviously, Eddie it was a big one for me as well. Um, you know, growing up. As like as a, as, a, as a Hispanic wrestling fan and like somebody that I was like I want to I'm going to be a wrestler one day I very much like looked up to and idolized Eddie and you know when when he died it wasn't like oh he's been he'd been gone from the ring for uh, for quite a you know quite a while and you know his his health was deteriorating you know it was only a matter of time everybody dies someday um, but no, it was just out of nowhere like it literally was just like he was just taken from us way too soon and it like it sucks. It sucks not even just for like the fact that he like you know died and left his you know his family his wife and kids and stuff but like as a fan when you you think about all the like the the plans were for him to wrestle Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 22 which like, I wish they never would have said because that's you know all I'm like Good, why did you tell us that like I would have that's that's information that you need to withhold and never tell anybody because God damn it now that's all I ever think about that's all I ever want but the only other person that popped into my head was. Uh, in 2017, when Chester Bennington from uh, Lincoln Park like committed suicide, like that was that one really kind of affected me. Uh, not because I was like a big Lincoln Park fan. I, I, I like Lincoln Park. Um, but you become numb to. I become numb to. The end, it doesn't even really matter. It's just that like like it, it was a lot at, at it was a lot at one time. Uh, I think maybe weeks or months before that, it was uh, Chris Cornell from uh, Audio Slave Soundgarden. Uh, he, he also committed suicide. And then from that, it was, it was Chester, and then like my, uh, one of my cousins uh, passed away from an overdose, and it was like just a lot at one time. So it kind of was like a lot of emotions for me uh, just coming to the surface at, at, at the same time. And, and, you know, like I have a lot of friends and like, you know, and myself that like deal with like mental health issues. So you know, at certain points and, um, for someone like, like Chester, who was like, really like you, you, if you listen to like Lincoln Park, you, you hear every little bit of his pain in every song. And like, for us, if we're just like, yeah, and in the end, it doesn't really matter. We're like, it's a great song. But then if you really like sit down and like read through the lyrics and stuff, like this dude was like pouring his heart out every time they recorded. And like some of the shit, like you listen to it, you're like, he like he really needed help or like and and maybe that was his like his way of like getting it out there and kind of just like coping with like his his mental illness but like um it's like it's it's rough to listen to sometimes like i don't know no i I definitely get it like i like to think most creative people use that creative outlet to express themselves express themselves you know like the one thing (coughs) 
the one thing that I always kind of talk about with uh, with the podcast is that it's kind of like weekly therapy, you know? <clears throat> Dude, 100%. Like, me and Stink will sit down and, and talk, and for the most part, it, it, it feels very therapeutic. It feels very good getting it out. Like, I'm bummed on that podcasting as much as I would want to, you know? Like, I would love the Joe Rogan format of, like, two, three episodes a week. Like, well, fuck yeah. Like, well, Kurt, well that, that may be... Not too far off into the distance. Yeah, exactly. But even then, it, it, you know, it's like it's it's nice to just like talk about those things, you know. And again, most creative people, there's a little bit of uh, damage of goods, and you use whatever you know that like it helps you create it, your art. It helps you create your art, you know, as as much of like a not that like only creative people like have those issues now you know everyone has their issues and they just like talk about them or not um but, i mean again kind of just like we you know we talked about earlier like it's okay to talk about those things you know like mm-hmm. if you know if, if you know that you're not like in the best place like in the best headspace then maybe just take a break from like social media and from just Dude, you know from just life and just kind of just take a step back you know like I uh like I, I talked about it with you where like I like I'm right now where I'm living um I'm kind of just like man I'm like I think I'm just happier living by myself and that's just because like I don't know you know there's like those days where I just come home and I'm like I literally just want to be alone and not have to like talk to anyone but then i'll like i'll come into work and i'm just like yeah yeah hey what's up guys all over the place yeah yeah i'm like woody woodpecker um (laughs) but yeah i mean it's i so i get that and just kind of expressing it like you know um but speaking of uh since i think we're talking about celebrity deaths sarah joy shockey actually had a question so or some a subject that she wanted us to talk about oh that's right yeah i almost forgot about (laughs) and that's uh and that's uh, ghosts. Um, what are your experiences with ghosts? Like, I'm trying to think. I mean, I've, I could, I could, man, I, I could, I could go on for like at, at least another hour about uh, stuff that I've had about experiences with ghosts and stuff. Not just with myself, but like with friends. I've had like, I've had really like interesting experiences. That happened to not just me. So like I have like, you know, I've, I guess people that, that can have my back on this. But um, quick one I can I'll tell. Just this is a, this is actually a pretty pretty decent story. Uh, probably about 2010, uh, when Dragon Gate USA was still still a company, uh, they did a one of their events before one of their events. They used to do these uh, seminars and tryouts with uh, you know Dragon Gate stars, and I was there. Uh, Chris Castro was there, um, and specifically for the story, uh, Acid Jazz, who uh, is a, another freelance regular, he was there as well. And uh, so after we did our whole thing, it, and this was at the uh, the Congress Theater in Chicago, uh, it's closed now. I think it's reopening soon. They've been doing but construction on it for forever. Forever. Um, so anyway, like after the the whole thing's done, we had like hours to kill before the show started. So we were just like, "What are you going to do?" And I'm like well, you know, this building is, like, known for being super haunted. Like, it was on, like, Ghost Hunters or something, too, I'm sure. Um, I said, we should just, like, go exploring and kind of, like, see what we can 
see, see what, if we can force an encounter happening. So um, a story that I've heard before uh, through urban legends and whatnot is down in the basement boiler room area, which is like down underneath, like close to underneath where the stage is, um, is like the legend has it is that Al Capone used to take like his enemies, his enemies, but people that he wanted to like off, he would bring them down there and they would, they would kill him. Jerk off or kill? Kill him, kill him. Oh. It's because, of, because it was so, it's so soundproof down there because it's the boiler underneath like a theater. So like, it has to be very quiet. Um, so that like there's supposedly been like so many like assassinations quote unquote. Um, and so we go down there and there's like just a bunch of like empty beer cans and shit, like just from people throwing garbage down there. And if, if you can picture this, you look in this, it's like you go down the staircase and it's like a big open room with like one light over it. Uh, to the left, there's like an opening where like, it's like a crawl space that goes underneath where the stage is. And then looking straight, there's like uh, like a small hallway, like a short hallway. It's not, it doesn't go down too far, but there's like a couple like little rooms there. And so we, we're starting to walk down this like hallway and these hallways, they're, they're these little rooms look like, they, like they've been gutted out by a fire like years ago. It's just like broken chairs and shit just thrown there. It was, that place was a dump. There's no one that closed it down. But um, so they're going down this hallway, and I'm like, all right, well, I was like, I think I'm gonna just like hang out over here. I was like, I'm, I was like it's kind of creepy. I don't want to go down that way. So I'm hanging out around where the, all the beer cans were and kicking them around and stuff, just minding my own business. And I, and I turn to look like look back down the hallway where they're at, and. Like a hundred percent, like I, it felt like you know it, it, when you're standing and somebody walks up behind you and like they kind of put their chest up against you and you 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 know you feel somebody standing there. It felt like somebody walked up behind me and kind of like almost not like chest bumped me, but like put their put their belly up against my back and I could feel like like someone someone breathing up like by my ear, and I didn't even turn around and look. I just fucking ran, and I know there wasn't anybody there. Like. It just because it, it it felt like it came out of nowhere, and it's kind of it's kind of hard to explain. And you know, people are like, "Oh, I had a ghost encounter and shit." Like, I just you know, you can't really explain that. And then, like later on, we went upstairs, like up a couple staircases past like where the balcony level is. There's like because uh, there used to be like apartments up there and like offices and stuff. And again, like all these rooms look like they get fucked up by a fire. Um, so we go into this one room. Um, and the, the doorway for it was like a big, like metal door. Like it was heavy. Like we had to like, like use all of our weight to like open it up. Mm-hmm. And so I'm standing in the doorway while they, like some, I think Castro walked in and then all of a sudden this door starts swinging shut like fast. So we literally had to like all throw our weight into the door to like stop it from like slamming shut. And we're like, all right, I think it's time to go back downstairs. It's <laughs> like, it was, uh, it was pretty fun. I always wanted to go back there and kind of like, you know, see, but I'm gonna run downstairs real quick and pee. Like literally, even you could just pause it because I I have so much to react to that I do. So that's pretty fucked up because I there's no way you could have convinced me to once you like once you felt something behind you, I would have immediately looked for the nearest fire exit and left. Well, that's like because it, it, I felt it. I was just like, oh shit! I just like ran down there. I was like, protect me, guys. Like the Congress is a creepy fucking. Place. So like it's, it's funny because my mom said when she came in like the 70s as a child maybe even like the late 60s that it was like a, a, a theater you would Movie go there theater, and dress yeah. up and like this is so I don't know I I don't think I'd be able to walk around and do all that like there was a 
uh, a friend of mine who she was uh, hospitalized. She was at a mental institution. I don't, I don't know if that's the proper word. She was hospitalized. And I remember I went to go visit her. And the place where she was at, they, it was brand new. They had built it. Or, yeah, there was like brand new. They had built that. But previously, they had came from, there was a place like right across the street that was like shut down for years. And it was supposed to have been like notoriously like haunted and stuff like that. And so when I go visit her, we're just kind of like sitting there talking. And uh, I'm like, I'm like, oh, dude, I'm like, I thought you were at the other place. And then she tells me how like there was all the people that had been in there who were in that facility and got transferred to this one. And they just talked about how, like, the other one was haunted and there was, like, all this, like, fucked up shit going on. Again, I don't, like, she was like, I don't know how reliable they are because, like... They're also in here. They're also in here. But that, that was one of those things where I was like, oh, man, I totally would not be able to, like, walk... Like, I'm not the kind of person that would, like, let's go explore. Uh, yeah, I love that shit. As much as I'm like, I love that, I am... Like, I don't like being scared. I don't like haunted houses. Dude... That's the thing is, like, I'm not a big fan of going to, like, haunted houses because, like, the 100%, like, point of that is to, like, for people to jump out and scare you. And, like, I like I'm a, I have, like, really bad anxiety. So, like, I'm, like, just, like, oh, fuck the whole time because, like, I'm waiting for someone to jump out and scare me. But I, I don't know what I love. I love going to, like, actual, like, like, like quote-unquote haunted places to, like, look around and just explore and just see what, what if you can, like, if something happens because, like, I don't know. For some reason, that's just like so much more like, you know, attractive to me than. I mean, I guess like I watch enough episodes of Scooby Doo to be like, nope. To the old guy. None. But I guess with me, I don't. I don't really have any like ghost stories. You know, Mm -hmm. I. The closest thing I can think of is, uh, so when Frank, and I would be there really late at work. Um, <clears throat> when we first started Pro Wrestling Crate, uh, for those of you unaware, it's a subscription service that we offer. We get, you know, t-shirt, DVD, wrestling autograph, amongst other items. Uh, when we first started it, it was literally just Frank and myself. And we would do it over like a three-day period. Uh, we would be at work like really late. I'm talking about like three, four in the morning. So mm-hmm. we'd be there super late after our, we'd be working essentially 16 hour shifts. And we would always be there late. And when you're at the shop that late, it's pretty fucking creepy. It's so creepy. It's creepy. I've slept at the shop. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very, it's hard to sleep Because, there. well, one, you have a giant glass garage door and you just see people walking by all the time or making noises. Then you have the alley where you also just hear people walking by making noises. Or the rats. Or the rats, but just the shop itself. Like, I've been at this shop long enough by myself, and I always have headphones on because, like, just weird noises. And, like, I would always, like, I, so, me and Frank would always joke about, like, we see things every corner of our eye. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's just tired or whatever, but it's happened plenty of, like, I think the shop's haunted. I think it is too. I've heard so many, like, I've heard so many noises. Um, being there late and just like seeing shit out of the corner of my eye. It's like, I don't believe in like, like, Oh, like it's just like a trick of the eye. Like I, I can go down a whole rabbit hole of like how I believe that there's like uh, reality stacked on top of each other. And we're just kind of poking into different dimensions. Well, you, always talk, you know, I always love bringing up the Mandela effect. 
Yeah. I very, very specifically remember as a kid being taught ACB. ACB? As far as like... The alphabet. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, no, no, it's ABC. And I was like... And again, that might just be I was a dumb child. I wasn't listening. (laughs) Or maybe it was some sort of Mandela effect thing going on. I don't know, but... Yeah, I don't like I. There have been plenty of times where we've been like at the shop, me and Frank really like, and I'm just like, bro, did you just fucking see that? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, you really get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's also probably just fatigue from from working late. Possibly, yeah, absolutely. You know, working that many hours, like your brain is just like tired and ready to go. To it's bed. collapsing in on itself like a dying star. Um, so mm-hmm. I guess the the only questions we really have left, I mean, I can. Double check, like... Get into these main event questions from... These main event questions. From Stank Dog. Yeah, so big Stank Dog, for you guys are unaware, he's... I mentioned him already. He's my co-host on the PWT cast. And, uh... Right up there was Sarah Joyce Shockey and uh, Cousin Jeremy. Great dude. The top three people. Them, Okada, and McFoley. Top five... Or, Okada, McFoley, Kevin Smith. <laughs> top, well, actually, Okada's not close to this. Top five people. You don't know that. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's not. Uh, he doesn't even speak English, but he can sing. He speaks enough. Yeah, he definitely loves that. Uh, so Stank sent over a, a few questions. Um, there's the last three. Oh, we'll just see how how in depth we get with we'll some of these. Yeah, some of these work. are easier than others. Uh, this one, this first question, is a callback to uh, the Jericho Cruz episode, which again features a murder mystery and then us preventing uh, a suicide. A suicide? Question so, mark? Question mark. <laughs> so you can go listen to that. But it's, uh, do you believe in angels? Uh, n- not in the traditional sense, if that makes sense. I don't think that. Uh, so to, I'll just I'll just say it like this. I think that. In throughout history, when there's like all these like you know at least like with the Bible, if you want to like take that as any kind of fact, um, or just like throughout history, people are like, oh, you know, we we see you know the angels came down and they they, they gave us this or they talked to us about this, or they did this thing. Uh, I think it was all aliens the entire time. I think they were the people back in you know whatever like the Aztecs and shit. They're just like they couldn't comprehend what like a spaceship coming down from, you know, space with, like, aliens coming out and, like, looking like these, you know, angelic figures, they're just like, oh, those are, those are our gods. Like, that's, that's who we worship. So that's cool. These are, like, eight um, angels. Yeah, 100%. That's my exact thing, too. Like, I'm not a religious person, not a religious in any sense of the word, Um, but that's always been, like, a thing where I'm like, oh, no, these angels, because you, you just look at it through, like, history, and it's like, oh, yeah, as much as we thought, like, as smart as we thought, even now, you know, there'll be... I can't wait. Yeah, can't wait for 100, 100 years from now, they're like, you did what? You fucking nomadic idiots. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think that angels are, uh, what do you call it, um... Mistaken identity. Mistaken identity, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so, as far as angels, I guess uh, we believe they are aliens. Aliens. And then this would be a question for you. 
Where did the name freelance wrestling come from? Uh, so I def- I've told this story like a, a bunch of times, uh, probably on this podcast, a handful of them. Uh, so the whole, the, the name freelance wrestling comes back from growing up uh, when we did backhand wrestling with me, Chris Castro, Craig Mitchell, Kenny Sutra, Alex Olson. Uh, shout out to Alex Olson. Got it. The hard noise at the backyard legend. Alex backyard Olson. legend. So uh, some of us, were, we were in a group called BWA, but uh, Craig and Castro... Uh, when we met them, they, their group was called FWA, the Freelance Wrestling Association, or Freelance Wrestling Alliance. Mm-hmm. And so when we started freelance, or when I started freelance, um, it was both a an homage to the FWA name, but also as like a tongue-in-cheek joke with like, free, being a freelance wrestler essentially means that you're, you're an independent wrestler. So it was basically just called, the company was basically just called Independent Wrestling. Um, but yeah, that's basically where the name comes from. Okay. I, I had zero factor into freelance being name, uh, but that's a uh, that's where freelance it's wrestling a, came. It's from. a good name. Yeah, this one is more one that we can both answer. Uh, if God can do anything, can He make a rock so big that even He can't lift? Uh, theoretically, yeah. Theoretically, yeah. You know, He can do whatever He wants uh, if He's the all powerful being. The only God I worship is Doctor Manhattan. Uh, and I believe he can do it. Uh, ooh, this next question. Are aliens a benevolent force for good, or are they evil aliens? Um, I would say if, you know, I, like, I'll start off by saying I do believe in aliens. Yes, I do. Um, I think if, if, you know, with aliens, like, interacting with, like, people, I think it's the same as people. I think there's good, probably good, and there's probably bad. And it's, you know, it's kind of like, I think of it, I think of it this way. Like, let's say that, the, that there's like a, and there, there is, um, these um, civilizations that we find out in like the middle of nowhere, like mm-hmm. in, in the forest or on an island somewhere. And we have like people that are, you know, trying to interact with these, these civilizations and kind of influence them in a, in a certain way. Um, probably for, for good and for bad. So, like, it's it's probably the same way, but more on a more cosmic level. Yeah, like, I I definitely think we've been visited just because, like, you look at all, all the things that, like, we've been able to to accomplish, and maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just more, more romantic to think that, like, oh, aliens came and they helped, you know, do all this. Maybe it's just us not giving like credit or credits due with like Egyptians and Aztecs yeah. and all that. But I do believe like, and it's harder because we don't have a lot of written history. You know, like they burned down the Library of Alexandria. God knows what was there. Maybe there was nothing that had to do with anything relevant. You know, but it's just it's harder to find out what it is. And kind of like what you said, there's good people and there's bad people. I personally think, uh, like we've only encountered the good that have taught totally. us, yeah, how to do all that stuff. Um, and there's always that that looming fear of the reptilians that. Uh, and hey, listen, maybe maybe all the the Alex Joneses of the world are right, and and the frogs are turning gay. Yeah, and the frogs are turning <laughs> gay, and there's lizard people among us. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's something we will know for a while. 
I was hoping that in this presidency, Trump would just like and reveal all, all the alien UFO stuff. Well, there's still time. I, there is still technically time, but he might that, that guy might get booted out of the office soon, so he might just try to go down swinging. How much I hope? I just I just want to know. Swing I just want to know and see a picture. That's it. Just show me. Like I remember watching Signs, and I'm like, this movie's fucked up. Like there's a scene where. Uh, they're showing the like news footage of like the alien, like ro- like walking through the, the birthday party. And shit. Yeah, it looks like, so like scary. That scene fucks me up every time. I can watch that. I I watched that about two or three weeks ago. It still fucks me up every single time that I watch it. Very similar to the Blair Witch Project. Like I'll sit through the movie and I'm like, this is so dumb. I can't believe this is real. Then you get to that last like five minutes. I'm just like Ooh, sitting on the edge of your seat a little bit. You're like, dude, what the hell is dumb on that? Oh my god in there and I'm like why isn't anyone seeing these kids like why um, <laughs> alright we'll uh, jump into the next one okay feet yes or no I'm not a fan of feet not a fan of feet not a fan I don't like my own feet I don't like I don't like I'm not repulsed by feet but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not like I don't like like feet if that makes sense uh, yeah, I get that. Like, some people are repulsed by, like, feet. Like, I'm not a fan of, like, man feet. Yeah, I do. Our feet always look, at least with women's feet, women take good care of their feet. Mm-hmm. Women, women generally take good care of themselves better than men do. Uh, and, 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 like, you know, we just, I, we have gross looking feet, man. Yeah, like, I don't, like, I mean, I guess, uh, like, if a woman's like, hey, like, suck on my toes, I'll be like, okay. I'm I mean, not, I probably wouldn't do that. I don't know. If she washed her feet, maybe. I mean... It, I gotta wash them right before that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, again, it's all, like... I mean, it's the same thing with, like, do you eat butt? Like, yeah, but not just, like, you just got out of work. Like, you <laughs> just showered. God but, I mean, I don't know. I mean, some girls have gross feet. Some girls have nice gross, feet. Some girls have gross know. butts. Yeah, some girls have gross butts. <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, I guess if they're well taken care of and they're, like, putting them in my mouth, I'm like... Sure. And honestly, sometimes when you're in the heat of the moment, man, does nothing matters. Yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm not gonna listen. I'm not gonna say no if her feet are gross. I'll probably do it the one time and then just <laughs> fuck off. And well, I'm never doing that again. Yeah, you know, but I, I mean, hey, some people have nice feet. You know, some people don't. I personally think all man feet are pretty fucking gross, but you know, it is what it is. To everybody, their own. Um, what do we got next? What's the next one? This is another Nick-centric question. Oh, boy. It's Nick. What kind of shampoo do you recommend for colored hair? Do you go sulfate-free? Um, so, I know nothing about this stuff, but <laughs> thankfully I have a girlfriend who is very well-versed in, in dyeing hair and, and what, what you, you should use and what you shouldn't use. Uh, I, I don't know offhand what the name of the shampoo that I have, but it's very interesting, and it it's, it's kind of perfect because it's purple. It's purple shampoo. Um, the shampoo is like, when you pour it into your hands, it look, it's just like this thick, dark, purple, like, like goo that comes out of the bottle. And it, look, it looks like basically like purple blood. Like it's like, it's like that dark. And it's supposed to like help, uh, help keep the color and uh, keep your hair healthy and stuff like that because like it's not good to like wash your hair with like regular shampoo when you when it's you have color in it because it just it removes it it, it basically will remove some of the color 
So this this dark purple shampoo, it, it holds the color a little bit better. And then I have like a purple um, conditioner. It's like, it's like a lighter color purple, but it, it does the same stuff. Um, and I think, I'm pretty sure like that, like it, it being purple is kind of just like a coincidence because my hair is purple. Uh, but I think like that, that, that purple shampoo stuff is like what most people use when they have color in their hair, I think. I'm not, I'm not sure what the name of the brand is, but, um, but yeah. I had this really nice shampoo that um, <clears throat> uh, I had an ex-girlfriend who she went to like cosmetology school, so she had her cosmetology license. And so she was able to go to like a salon store and basically get like the good stuff, the good stuff for like face value. And it was this really nice shampoo. It's like shampoo and conditioner. Really good, really awesome. Um, she was a sociopath. Mm, um, and there, there was one, yeah, there was one time we got into an argument and she poured out the full bottle of shampoo in the toilet and said I had to use regular shampoo. From now on, I don't know. I'm telling that story. Right? <laughs> that just like ruined her shampoo. Yeah, I was just like, "That's fine. You bought it for me." Like in my head, um, it's like a, it's in like a brown. It's in a brown bottle. Uh, usually, for like the nicer hair products. That's yeah, uh, we're mad. We don't know what shampoo is. You know, we use the fucking well, the worst, body wash. Those was, our hair. The worst was when I had long hair and I had to use shampoo and conditioner. Like I would just steal it all from my sister and then play dumb. Yeah. But like. Uh, that was just the worst. Like maintaining long hair, dude. It's it's rough. Like we we talked about uh, fucking like when I had like long Shinsuke Nakamura hair, and mm-hmm. I liked it. The upkeep though, the, wi- the women loved it for some reason. I'm like, I don't know why, but sure. But oh, just maintain. It's always just so wet after you get out of the shower. Like I can jump in the shower right now, and my hair will be dry in twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. My hair, like especially when I pull it up. Um, well, I'll take a shower in the morning and put it up in a bun, and then like when I come home later at night, it's still kind of damp, and I'm like, oof. But your hair looks your hair looks cool, like when it's down. Like when I'm on the cruise, you had it down, and everyone was like, you should keep it like that. This is weird. But I feel it, 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 it's kind of like uncomfortable, too. But like when you're out, like I'm outside and you know, in in a work setting, like at work, like I, it, it just would be really uncomfortable throughout the day. I hated, this will be the last of uh, Nick and Scrum's hair talk, uh, but going to sleep, it always just like take all the back of my neck. And oh, it, yeah. I always thought it was like, I, I spiders and shit. It was like spiders or bed bugs or something. <laughs> and that's what I was just like terrified of. Um, but we'll go ahead and uh, the last question, uh, which is, of course, um, what male celebrity do you find most kissable? Now, I don't know if he means, like, hot or, like... Or, like, if I had to kiss him. cute or adorable, like... Um... Male celebrity... I'm trying to think, because, like... Like, if we were talking about, like, adorable, I would probably say, like, Charlie Day. Because even though he's, like, a 40-year-old man... He's he's not, like, Danny DeVito. I would just say Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito's my answer. You want to kiss me, huh? Yeah, you know, because he's just like... Get your ass over here. Where's that... (laughs) Where's the rum ham? (laughs) Yeah, you know, he's... My poor Danny DeVito. Uh, It's kind of funny that... I was just thinking about this earlier. Like, I did that fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin voice earlier. And, like... I, like, I, I never thought I ever did, like, a good Stone Cold, but, like, for some reason, the last two days, like, it's been, like, pretty spot on, I think, and, like, I just, 
I feel like it's just ruining my vocal cords. And I was just like, I was like, oh man, uh, I kind of want to do it right now too. Just be like, <clears throat> oh god damn son, we're sitting here, uh, it's pro wrestling teams, uh, fucking recording the goddamn Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. I'm sitting down here with Scrub from the PWT cast. Uh, Scrub, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Do you speaking of Dan DeVito? Do you remember we went to uh, the first Joe Janela spring break, uh, <laughs> and I remember off to the corner, uh, it was Kevin Owens, and he I forgot who he was with. It was Kevin Owens was over there. Yeah, he was like off to the side. But do you remember people were saying that Danny DeVito was also there? Dude, I remember, somebody said it, and like everyone just kind of believed I, it. We I wanted remember, to believe. I remember it. we were sitting with uh, uh, Trent Seven, Mark Andrews, uh, Pete Dunn. Uh, oh, sorry, all these names I just dropped. Ooh, uh, pick them up. Gotta pick up all these names I just dropped. We were sitting with them, and I remember like Trent Seven and Tyler Bate as well. He was like, "Danny DeVito is here." Like people just kept saying he was there, and like the like, whole. I remember, like, looking over. Castro was shit-faced drunk. He Dude, he was, like, asleep at that point. <laughs> he was asleep. Within, like, ten minutes, he was asleep. Um, he was there. And I'm just, like, like I'm looking over. And I'm, like, Kevin Owens is right over there. Like, we're sitting here watching this wrestling show at, like, three in the morning with Mustache Mountain. And, <laughs> like, and Mark Andrews, also one of the nicest people I've ever met. I love him. Love him. Great dude. Um, not as nice as Mark, as Sarah Shockey, though. Sarah Shockey's, uh, she's a gift to humanity. She is definitely a gift. Um, and I'm just like, Danny DeVito's also here. I'm like, this is fucked up. This is probably the most random wrestling show I've ever been at. And I love it. Because I think the Invisible, the Invisible Man was also there as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, He's here right now, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, so who, well, I, so I guess my, I'm going with Danny DeVito. Um, um damn. I, I guess I should have been thinking this whole time we were talking. Yeah. Um, damn, you're gonna go with Danny DeVito. Do I have to, like, hmm. Because, again, like, when when the question was proposed, I'm like, do they, like, do they mean, like, adorable, the distinct mean, like, adorable? Like, oh, because that's what I was gonna say, Charlie Day, because he's, like, a giant man child. Or, like, a handsome hunk, because, like, you know, like, I'm, like, I'm not gay, but, like, if Ryan Gosling, like, tried to kiss me, you gotta, yeah, maybe. you gotta kiss him. That's you know, a story to tell. I think I'm going to say for two reasons. One, he's, yeah. he's a very attractive man. Uh-huh. And two, he's very, very, very committed to his roles when he, when he's, whatever he's doing. So I think he would commit super, like, <laughs> he'd commit super hard to this kiss. Uh, but I'm going to go with Leonardo DiCaprio. I was going to say Leo as well. Like I know it's kind of like a, I guess a cliche answer because he's like traditionally like the, the Hollywood hunk, but uh, no, I feel like that would be my guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I would go with that. I I don't think. Uh, I mean, listen, we're both comfor- comfortable enough with our sexuality. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I, I, you know, I mean, maybe someone goes, "Ooh, you're gay." Listen, I'll kiss Danny DeVito on the mouth. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'm sure he. Ah, come over here. That's a story to tell. Like, oh, I, I'm already like, oh, I was a penis druid. I got to podcast with Kevin Smith, Nick Russell to Cody. Those are like the three stories I always tell. <laughs> then it could be. Could you imagine? Made event that conversation with the Dan DeVito makeout sesh. Like, yeah. 
I this is gonna be making out. Like I just kissed him. Like yeah, I kissed Danny DeVito once. What do you mean? Danny DeVito said, "Hey, you want to kiss?" I said, "I mean, sure." He gave me a kiss, and I mean, this is what you gotta do. Then. If you ever meet Danny DeVito in person, if it, like sometimes you know, sometimes celebrities are kind of just like a little dismissive or whatever, mm-hmm. or like maybe he's engaged in a conversation, but before you're like, "All right, I'm done trying to like talk to him." Gotta be like, hey man, think I can just get a kiss? And just see what he says, because he might just go for it. Um, <laughs> and there you go, that's that's your story. Yeah, maybe. Why not? Like shoot your shot. Listen, I and I briefly touched upon it. I guess a podcast with Kevin Smith last year. And that was a lot of just shooting my shot, uh, hot topic Joe, Joe Enriquez. Yeah, shout Joe out to Luz. Joe. Yeah, shout out to Joe. Um Shout out to Taffy, too. Shout out to Taffy. Hey, Taffy's got really nice feet. Taffy's got great feet. She's yeah. got tiny little feet. But she has tiny little feet, yeah. She showed us... She, uh, she showed us her feet. She showed us her feet. I'm just, this is a Tarantino podcast <laughs> over here. Just on the Jericho cruise, uh, we kept asking Michael why he wouldn't put his wife's feet in his mouth because it made him uncomfortable. Michael, stupid Michael, for those of you unaware, character over on our show, uh, works with us. And he gets very uncomfortable anytime anything sexual is brought up. He's the horniest man that I know, but he's also very uncomfortable. A very crude man. Yeah, it's very weird. A very weird dynamic. Um, so we kept making him uncomfortable by asking him why he wouldn't suck on his wife's toes. Taffy was there, and she said she had nice feet. And I was like, oh, yeah, you have nice so feet. feet. Yeah, yeah. She had nice she feet. She whipped those bad boys out. Yeah, whipped those bad boys out. Yeah, she whipped them out. Um, I definitely feel like this is the part of the podcast where people are like, if they're still listening. Just slowly turning the volume yeah. down right yeah. now. Like, I fully expect if Braden Harrington is listening to this at some point, he'll text me whether... Well, he, he, he <laughs> if he will, made it this long. He will have already texted me up front about uh, the... <laughs> like, tag team wrestling. Yeah. But it's all right. You know, he has his friend who, for... Uh, we'll call him Scorpio Sky... It's not the actual Scorpio Sky, but he has, you know, he's found the Scorpion Sky to his Kazarian. Okay. Yeah. Which, I like that. Yeah. You know, That's fun. We all need to find our Scorpio Sky, or our Frankie Kazarian, or our Christopher Daniels. Is Christopher, sorry, is Stank the Christopher Daniels to our Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky? Yes. <laughs> that is what we will tell him tomorrow, that he is, uh. He's, he's our fallen he's angel. Our fallen, he's our fallen angel. He's our it, it's a, that's the callback there to the his angel question. He's our fallen Ooh, angel. There you go. Bring there, bringing it home. God damn. Well, on that note, I'm. I think we should wrap this shit up. How long have we been talking now at this point? Uh, an hour and a half. I think this might be the longest episode that I've done. Hell which yeah. is cool. Like I like that. Not that I'm like trying to keep it a certain way or anything like that. I just, you know. See, we the, will talk another hour and a half about Feet and Angels. Feet and, the Feet and Angel cast. It's yeah. coming soon. Um, I will call Taffy right now and she will tell us about maintaining her feet and then we'll call Stan <laughs> and he'll talk to us about Angels. Just, we'll do it, put him, uh, patch him in on the call. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. I know like we've, we've talked, we, I've, I've been on your show a couple times now. Uh, R- rumor has it you'll uh, be popping up sooner rather than Mm. Um, but yeah, like you know, and when you guys started doing your your podcast, um, and I was talking, seeing how it, like it 
just it well, excited you guys well, were. First off, I have to credit you because when me and Stan came up with the idea of like we should start a podcast, you were there on the ground for it. You were yes, pushing ideas, just like pushing ideas. You went so far as to you gave us your Zoom recorder so we could like record it and stuff. So. All those pod- OG sponsor of the show. OG sponsor of the show. That's why I'm like I'm, I'm freelance for life, baby. And but I love how it's so funny. Like I give you, I give you this recorder because I'm just like, fuck it. I'm not doing. I'm not using it for anything. Like go ahead, like do your show. Like it'd be great. And then like seeing how excited you guys were and like just doing stuff. I was like, fuck man, I kind of miss doing that stuff. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna get back into doing podcasting again. But I couldn't just like ask for that back. I also had had no idea and still have no idea how that thing works. But uh, I, I ended up finding my own like little rig thing here that that works pretty well it plugs into my phone it plugs into my computer uh and it's very it's, i'm very dumb when it comes to working with technology so like this is very simple and it's easy for me to use uh and yeah so like i helped you you helped me and now we help each other because we basically just suck each other's dicks on each other's shows all the time but like um but yeah dude like i'm, I'm excited to ha- have you finally on for your for, for your own episode uh i want to have you and stank in here together like i think that'll be a, a wild ride the three of us uh our chicago's scu yeah the chicago's scu that's, that's what we will be uh will be known as <laughs> but uh before we head on out of here do you have anything you want to throw a little plug skis around uh yeah the pwt yes like i mentioned uh it's the the official podcast of pro wrestling tees um, we just basically, every week we have someone different from the world of wrestling or someone from uh, a member of the PWT cast themselves, you know, and it's not really, it's like a sit down and what, when did you realize you wanted to be a wrestler and what's your favorite? No, we kind of just like to get in depth and, and talk with people, talk you know, to people behind the the characters or just different aspect, aspects of, people, of what they do. You know, we've had people on like, you know. Marty DeRosa, Sarah Shockey, John Pollock and Way Team, uh, Effie, Ethan Page, Swoggle, Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Kevin Smith. Kevin fucking Smith was on. It's it's so weird. And, and this week we have a Vicky Guerrero, which just Excuse me? Uh my aunt, Vicky Guerrero. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, which yeah, you got to go go listen to that episode to get the context behind that. Um but yeah, we've had, you know, Matt Nix. Just a whole litany of people, and uh, if we can get to episode 100, we'll have Ryan Barkin, the uh, CEO, owner, founder, whatever. He's the Vince uh, McMahon of t-shirts. He's the Vince McMahon of t-shirts, of pro wrestling tees. Uh, but yeah, our episodes come out every Monday. Um, you know, you can find us anywhere where you listen to your podcasts, uh, on social media, PWTCast, on Instagram and Twitter, and then you can find, you know, like, uh, our personal pages on there, and yeah, support this podcast, support... Uh, you know, my podcast too, I guess. Uh, <laughs> support all podcasts. Support all podcasts. Support yeah. the arts. Yeah, you know, go listen to all the other podcasts we've, we've mentioned. And, uh, yeah, hey, if, you know, again, if you like me and my shenanigans, PWT cast, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Well, let's, uh, let's get the heck out of here. I'm starving. Oh, me too, dude. <laughs>